Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm ready, baby. Would you agree that this abrupt shift was not handled as well as it might have been? First, let's just acknowledge um, where we are in this pivotal moment in this pandemic. For 16 months, we've been telling people, be cautious, be careful, cases are going up. Things in this pandemic are starting to turn around. So why so suddenly and why did you not tell the Senate panel what you had decided? First of all, let's celebrate this moment. Um, we're at a place in this pandemic, cases have been coming down um, more than a third just in the last two weeks. What changed in this 72-hour period? First, I want to just sort of celebrate the moment where we're at in this pandemic. That is the sound of Rachel, oh, sorry, Rochelle Walensky, CDC director, being fired. She is a sitting duck and will absorb some of the remaining housekeeping um, schmutzik that's uh, going to be part of the resulting fallout and then she will be shipped off back to her home state of massachusetts rochelle walensky really chuck todd really fired her it was vicious you know trump used to fire people by twitter so they'd find out when they were on twitter (laughs) she really found out today while she was on the set of meet the press with chuck todd he uh left no part of her salvageable. And now we have science um, that has really evolved just even in the last week and a paper that was published as recently as Friday that demonstrates that people who ha- are vaccinated are protected. Let me tell you, Alice, I'm gonna, I'll answer you a trivia question. What hasn't evolved in the last week? The science. Correct. This is her very last death row attempt to try to salvage herself. You know, of course, it's Probably not her fault anyway. They have been telling her she's just a political pawn dressed in a lab coat. But she is going to be taking the hit on this. Not the old man. No, no, no. He lives Mm -hmm. to see his seventh decade in Washington, (laughs) D.C. 
tested, that they are, this vaccine is working in the real world, just as it did in the clinical trials, that it's working against the variants, and that um, if you get an asymptomatic infection after you've had the vaccine, mm -hmm. that you really can't give it to somebody else. So really, just in the last two weeks, we've had a lot of evolving science. I understand. She says with a straight face, pleading with her eyes for him to move on. And that, but um, not a single state in the union is got a vaccination rate above 50 percent, a fully vaccination rate above 50 percent. So why? I mean, and in fact, that was your rationale for why keeping it. Why not? Uh, why not create a metric? Why not say, um, look, these vaccines work. This is great. We, as soon as you hit this mark in your state, we say drop it. It would have given local and state officials time themselves to message and perhaps increase vaccination rates. No. Now, before she answers this, Alice, why is Chuck mad? Ang Chuck Todd angry? Um, because the media has been running interference for the CDC, and the CDC just changed on a dime. What well, they that's were saying true, without no, telling anybody. Uh, how about this? Why is he personally angry? What is she taking away from him? Um, his right to feel superior about wearing a mask. Exactly. She's taking away his mask. So he is <laughs> pissed off like our kid is when somebody tells... I thought they reassured everybody that you can still wear your mask if you really want no. to. It's not illegal now. They right. haven't but taken it away. But she's made it uncool. Mm. I think it's really important to understand that as communities are working one at a time locally to um, figure out what their policies are, are going to be as they open up, that they understand what is important and what is um, true for individuals who are vaccinated. So this was really the first step, and it truly was science-driven, that demonstrates if you are vaccinated that you are not at risk of getting disease if you take your mask off. If you are not vaccinated, importantly, get vaccinated. But those are the people who are at risk of disease. And so we really need to understand the individual risk as we're making community level decisions. I understand that. But I want to show you, as you've seen, I mean, all of the papers and look, people are both happy and confused. Um, you've got here the mayor of Kansas City. I don't know if that's the type of rule that was written in coordination with anyone who has been a governor or a mayor over the last 14 months. Dr. Wen, CDC has gone from over caution to throwing caution to the wind. Uh, folks in, uh, in in San Antonio, the government messages are confusing. And that's the thing. I, I, again, I go back to the local officials are the ones that have had to enforce these mask mandates. And now you're saying, hey, still enforce a mask mandate. But now they're going to sit there and have people say, well, the CDC says I don't have to wear the mask anymore. Tonight it's so I you mean, it's basically softball. how did you not just pull the rug out from underneath the mayor of Kansas City and everybody else in the country that's trying to manage this? Everybody, as we are working towards opening up again, towards the after 16 months getting out of this pandemic, will need to understand what they need to do locally. And this was not permission to shed masks for everybody everywhere. This was really science driven individual assessment of your risk. Now, what that's the first step that we need to take in our guidance to understand what's the individual risk. And now we all need to work together, and CDC is hard at work now, saying what does this mean 
for schools, for travel, right. for camps, for businesses. But we needed this foundation, this building block, in order to revise <laughs> all of that guidance, thousands of pages of guidance, um, so that we could take this information, this science-based information, as we open, as we take mm. these next steps. I guess, why do you make the announcement about, I understand that you've, the, the science about, about masks with vaccinated people, but you just said, okay, we're gonna get new guidance for schools, new guidance for businesses, new guidance for travel. Why not have those things ready to go before you make the initial announcement? That is a great point. Uh, yeah, you would think so. Right, except those things weren't ready because they weren't going to make the announcement. They weren't going to make the announcement. And then the uh, inflation happened. Mm -hmm. The gas shortages happened. Mm -hmm. Israel happened. Mm -hmm. Texas and Florida making them look bad. Kept happening. Mm -hmm. Ron DeSantis is like his presidential run is in full swing. He's already hitting his stride now. Right. Um, and it, it, you've got that on one screen. DeSantis and people in Florida celebrating. On the other screen, you have Kamala Harris and her husband kissing while wearing masks. And there must have been some internal polling. And they said, holy bleep. We're starting to look like a-holes. Nobody <laughs> believes us anymore. Nobody else is taking the vaccination. We better stick a um, a flag in the ground here somewhere and start celebrating and say and declare victory because this thing, this whole thing, is slipping away mm -hmm. while we're being encroached upon by other really big, maybe historically big uh, issues. Right, and I think. That's the really big problem is that the way that this was announced makes everybody look so foolish because um, they did operate from a very, very cautious perspective in telling people what the vaccine allowed people to do and reasonable people you know, without a political agenda or from the center or whatever have been saying for a long time um, this stance where they're saying they're not sure how well the vaccines work to prevent transmission. They're not sure if you maybe still are asymptomatic and can give it to other people. We're not sure they're going to work against the variants. This sort of extremely cautious naysaying against the vaccine has caused them a lot of problems, both in terms of uptake of the vaccine and because those statements are not really supported by any science that anybody actually believed. I mean, we didn't, because testing hadn't been done yet in the real world, have a lot of data to back that up. But if the vaccine didn't work against variants and if the vaccine didn't work to prevent transmission and if the vaccine, you know, all the all these things that they weren't say, kept saying they weren't sure about, that would be really unusual and not like any vaccine we've ever seen. You know, the, mm -hmm. the, so reasonable people who f actually follow science have been saying for a long time, this is an incredibly effective vaccine. It would be very, 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 very weird if it did not prevent transmission, significantly prevent transmission of the virus, if it did not provide significant immunity against the variants. We have known this for months. So, um, and while reasonable people have been saying this, you've had a chorus of people from the left who've been repeating what the CDC and the Biden administration keep saying. You still have to wear your mask when you're vaccinated. The vaccine may not prevent transmission. The vaccine may not work against the variants. We saw the fight with Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci a couple of weeks ago where Rand Paul was saying, this is theater. The fact that you are wearing two masks while you're fully vaccinated in a room full of fully vaccinated people is absolutely theater and You've ridiculous. been vaccinated and you parade around in two masks for show. 
No. You can't get it again. There's almost, there's virtually 0% chance you're going to get it, and yet you're telling people with a, that have had the vaccine, who have immunity. You're defying everything we know about immunity by telling people to wear a mask who've been vaccinated. No. Instead, you should be saying there is no science right. to say we're going to have a problem from the large number of people being vaccinated. You want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? Tell them they quit wearing their mask after they get the vaccine. You want people to get the vaccine? Give them a reward instead of telling them that the nanny state's going to be there for three more years and you've got to wear a mask forever. People don't want to hear it. And there's no science behind it. Well, let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective. And we have immunity there, theater. (laughs) If you already have immunity, you're wearing a mask to give comfort to others. You're not wearing a mask because of any science. I I totally disagree with you. So this has been a thing that has been known by experts in this field for quite a while. So and the fact that they've had the whole media and, you know, all these blue resistance people on Twitter defending them for this for months, um, repeating all this nonsense that you can still infect other people if you're vaccinated is it's making them look bad now the fact that they just turned on a dime and said what everybody who's actually been following it has known all along which is that it's totally safe to take your mask off if you're vaccinated uh for you and for other people there's no reason why it wouldn't be so this that i i feel that that's a big problem why there's a lot of anger because people repeated this stuff once again fauci and the cdc lied, 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 lied to get people to do what they wanted them to do and then turned around and said the opposite thing without warning anybody and they're expecting once again everybody to just turn around and repeat the new line like it was fine. And that's amazing. And to add to that, remember, the big one of the big hits on Trump mm-hmm. was in, in the folks in the media and political opposition made hay out of, out of it every day they could Big hit on Trump was remember he would do he was erratic he'd call take this executive order mm-hmm. change the regulation here the travel ban you know you suddenly okay the travel ban starts tomorrow and the people on the ground aren't ready and the TSA they're like holy hell what's going on and remember that there was there was there was this mm-hmm. um this jerky what do you call that impulsive decision making happening by Trump he was erratic he he was uh, way too impulsive and mm-hmm. he'd have a notion and just go with it and jump to the microphone and suddenly policy had changed and the government has to catch up to him right well that was Trump the travel ban and some other things doing that and that was his personality mm-hmm. now you have you have the you know most stable administration in the history of all administrations transparent and stable mm-hmm. the adults are back etc and they do something like that with the most historic public health issue we've had in a hundred years, mm-hmm. if they're capable of doing it with an issue that big without telling anybody in the states, you don't let anybody know. Oh, buddy! By the way, suddenly tomorrow it's all different. So you got Ned Lamont and Charlie Baker and Idiot Cuomo having to make a mad dash to change up to change up the, the their own state regulations and the execution of these policies. That is. Crazy on a a historic level. Crazy. Unheard of and absolutely, absolutely uh, irresponsible. To do it like that is absolutely irresponsible. And this this is a bad, bad, bad barometer. This is a bad look at this administration. If they're able to do this, then they're able to do anything. And people should... Don't talk to me about feeling, oh, we're stable. Stable is back. 
You know, it was very clear that places were starting to have do um, to make their own assessments, and we wanted to make sure that they understood that it was safe at the individual level. It was going to be nearly impossible for us to revise all thousands of pages of our guidance simultaneously and release it all one at a time. We needed this building block, um, this first step, so that we could say this is the science upon which all future guidance will be based upon. Right. Again, I'm going to go back to something, and you didn't address it earlier, which is why not create a, a – you you announced that that all this scientific data studies have shown the vaccines are, are working. So use the mask, the dropping of the mask ordinance to incentivize higher vaccination rates. You did it backwards. Well, he's asking her to be unscientific, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're working, but still don't let people know they're working. Use it. Tell them that, you know, use your power, your regulatory power to scare communities uh, into holding off, letting people, you know, uh, shed the mm-hmm. uh, mask unless they're vaccinated. Right. So and I've seen people make this argument also. There is a school of thought amongst people on the left that feel that the best incentive to get people to get vaccinated would be to set like a certain threshold of vaccination. And after that, everyone gets to take their mask off. So it's like on everybody. So more people will keep getting vaccinated. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, incentives to get vaccinated have to be for the individual person getting vaccinated. You know, it can't be that, you know, people don't feel motivated that everyone gets to take their mask off. Um, You know, if me and three million other people all get vaccinated this week, you know, because you are such a small piece of that puzzle. You're not affecting the outcome that much individually. But the idea that you can take your mask off when you personally get vaccinated is kind of motivating. Of course, that being said, I don't know that most of the people who are still hesitant about getting vaccinated really care that much about the rule and are masking anyway. So no, I think that's so, I don't know how much it matters. But you know, there there are a bunch of people that wanted them to wait to get to a higher threshold. But it's funny because most of the places that haven't lifted the mandates yet are already at a higher threshold anyway. You know, Massachusetts is one of the higher states like per, with per capita completed vaccinations. So if anything we should be lifting the mandate for well, everybody you now. And, you know, I've been doing Philly and Connecticut as well. Connecticut's mm-hmm. over 75% has I've had at least one shot. Right. But also, the people in those northeast states still want to wear masks. Right. And it's interesting, too, because we talk about people being fully vaccinated. But you mentioned the percent that has just one shot. More and more, we're finding that the mRNA vaccines, the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, are actually extremely effective even with just one shot. Not 94%, but they are, you know, probably more effective than the single shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine with just one shot. The The real world study that they recently did of healthcare providers who were vaccinated as early as December found that, you know, within two weeks of the first shot, mm-hmm. it was about 80% effective. So they just don't give just the one-shot regimen because that's not the dosing regimen they tested in their trials. So they can't do that. They have to do something that's tried and true in, in the clinical trials for thousands of people. But what we're seeing in real-world data is that even one shot on its own is pretty darn good in terms of stopping the pandemic. So You announced, okay, it's done. And now we have no way of knowing. What is a business supposed to do when somebody walks in without a mask? Assume that they're abiding by the rules? God, Chuck, how pathetic is that? 
We don't know. We don't know how to do. We don't know how to be unless you tell us how to be. <laughs> how should you tell us? How, please tell right. us. Tell us what restrictions we should have because we need restrictions from you. If we get restrictions from you, then we're brought back to a time when we had uh, parental influence in our life and we had praise and validation sometimes. So how can you praise us if you don't tell us what to do and then reward us for compliance? Mm -hmm. How do we get our praise? You know, we are asking people to be honest with themselves. If they are vaccinated and they are not wearing a mask, they are safe. If they are not vaccinated and they are not wearing a mask, they are not safe. And what we're asking it, businesses to do, probably the most important thing that businesses could do right now, is to work to ensure that it's easy for their own employees to get vaccinated and to give them the time that they need so that they can make those appointments and get themselves vaccinated so those people in those businesses are safe. So you're counting on businesses to do vaccine mandates? Not We're not counting Trump. on vaccine mandates at all. It may very well be that local local businesses, local jurisdictions will work towards vaccine mandates. Now she's dodging giving advice. Yeah. Now she's avoiding advice. It is now she was mm -hmm. chasing people. Now people are chasing her. But I mean, in this case, she's actually right. Like she was right about the teachers not needing to be vaccinated to go back to school. In this case, at this she was point, actually right if she had said this five months ago. Right. No, or that's true. But, you know, beginning. praise where it's due when people change from being wrong to being correct she is correct in that at this point everybody has had the opportunity to get vaccinated we opened up vaccines to everybody about a month ago across the country everybody was eligible to get a vaccine in mid-april so we're now a month away from that so everybody who really wanted one should have been able to get at least one shot by now we're at a point where I mean, the unvaccinated people, yes, can be dangerous, but they're only dangerous to other unvaccinated people and not really to children. Children are just about as safe from COVID as vaccinated adults are. It's about the same level of risk to a child as it is to you now that you're vaccinated, which is to say not much at all, far less than the flu. So if you took your child out in flu season without a mask on, then you can feel comfortable taking your child to the grocery store without a mask on. Who's the one? Um, is it sharp hair? Is it the one that I send you who's confused about if she can take her child to the grocery store? Uh, no, that it's, was um, not Katie. sharp hair. Yeah. Where did it go? Um, <laughs> Casey Hunt. Sorry. So what do I do with my child who's too little for a mask now that these rules have changed and I have no idea if the people in the grocery store are telling the truth about their vaccination status? Is it safe to take him inside? For people without children, this seems... And then a little scared, smiley face. It doesn't seem like that to me. It's so <laughs> it's incredible. God, the psychological litmus test that this is for the no, Rorschach test, I guess, mm -hmm. just to show to immediately expose somebody's personality as as um, as desperately wanting. Right. I want you to show me. I, I want you to show me guidance and limit my movement and limit my, uh, you know, what I'm allowed to say and give me new. Please give me. It's really romper room. And give me the word of the day. The word of the day, or the term of the day, is social distancing and masking and herd immunity. You see all the fun new languages you can use? And you can use that language against other people. You you irresponsible person. You're not you're not contributing towards herd immunity. And you're not masking. So you're now mm -hmm. um, letting your guard down. And that's going to hurt the rest of us. It's, that is going to be locally driven and not federally driven. Are you concerned that all this confusion over masks now, I mean, was there any 
concern about the minute you lift this, you're never going to be able to put it back. If there is any Shock. spike at all. A God, lo- he is really heartbroken about this. We'll never get the mandates back. We'll never get the shutting How can we back. have this again? We've loved this so much. Local or regional spike. Considering how this was announced and sort of the political climate we live in, did you consider the fact that once you lift it, you can never put it back? I, we were pretty clear uh, when we lifted it that the science right now tells us that it is safe for vaccinated people to take off their masks. We also said that this virus has given us many curveballs over the last 16 months. We've also said that the more circulating virus that we have, the more likely it is that variants will emerge. And variants are really, um, you know, something that we have to keep very close, uh, a very close eye on. And we're, we're doing a lot of sequencing at this time right now. The data, the science shows us that it is safe for vaccinated people to take off their masks. I, as the CDC director, promised the American people I would convey that science to you when we knew it. And that's what I did on Thursday. I want to go back, though, to Tuesday. Yeah, you're not done. Tuesday, you were saying something different. Chuck's about to ask you about it. Um, Tuesday, you were defying and defending um, the decision to keep this, uh, to keep this. And by Thursday, you changed. I think that's the part of this that that a lot of people can't understand. And I go back to a lot of governors are wondering why they weren't consulted, at least in advance, given a little bit of a heads up. We've seen reporting that supposedly even the White House coronavirus team was sort of blindsided, if you will, found out very late in the day on Wednesday. Why the rush? What does that mean, Alice, to you? That um, the White House you was know, blindsided? Our guidance- or that they told Chuck Todd that they were blindsided? That tells you that she's a woman alone. She's been set up. Yes. They were not blindsided, <sighs> but she will be blindsided in a couple of days when a man in a cheap-looking security guard outfit will be handing her a box, telling her to put her stuff in it, and escorting mm-hmm. her out the door. This is not that when vi- the guidance changes, it's not a spectrum, it's a switch. We have to pick the time and the day that this guidance is going to change, that the new guidance is going to appear on the website. We were still finalizing science early last week for data that was going to appear in the MMWR on Friday. Um, There were two studies the prior Thursday that appeared in the New England Journal of Medicine, and we were taking all of that science together really actively during that time on Tuesday that I was in Congress to convey... She must scrambling to find studies, please. Give any study on anything. I don't care. It It could be aeronautics (laughs) of the the 370, whatever they're... Boeing plane is. Yeah, I just needed to have come out between Tuesday and Thursday is what I need, is the science to have appeared at that time. But that's why. Doesn't this whole episode just highlight why the whole believe science mantra is so ridiculous? Because science isn't a set of facts that you know about stuff that you can just believe. Science is a process by which you try and figure out what's true. And you know, sometimes that process gives you good results and sometimes you realize there was an error in the way that an experiment or a study was set up or, you know, you get new information and that changes. So the the process by which quote unquote science happens isn't one by which like facts are just handed down. I mean, people, scientists have believed plenty of things historically that turn out to not be true later on and a lot of times people who are like the crazy ones who are saying stuff against you know the scientists of their day turn out to be proven correct later on you know there there's plenty of stories of scientists being persecuted for their views that 
that turn out to be vindicated in the future. That's not it's an ever evolving set of information. We should uh, back up, by the way, because we didn't get a chance to do this. We never played the Biden stuff, right? Which Biden stuff? Announcing to the world that the masks were no longer needed. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I don't remember if we got to that or not. So he was barely losing during the, that particular day anyway, but... Um, oh, maybe we did play. You know, some people said we couldn't do this. Nobody said they couldn't do it. Nobody said they, they, did, they couldn't do it. That it would not be until the fall that we had this many people vaccinated. That 2021 might be a lost year for our country as 2020 was. But we proved the doubters wrong. If anybody, Biden was saying that, as Trump was saying right. that we could have vaccines by April and and things could be back to normal by the summer, Biden was saying that was impossible. And the rule crazy. is very simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. Now listen. It's vaxed or masked. Vaxed or masked. Some may say, just feel more comfortable continue to wear a mask they may feel that way so if you're someone with a mask you see them please treat them with kindness and respect who are we talking about now if you're somebody with a mask and you see somebody else with a mask treat them with kindness and respect we've had too much conflict too much bitterness too much anger too much politicization of this issue can you imagine this guy saying this one of the most cynical there's for been six so decades. much bitterness about wearing masks or not wearing masks we have no idea where that came from some people have just been so mean about you know to mask or not to mask and that's the kind of division we just don't need in this country i can't imagine who would do such a thing to yell at another person about the decision that they make for their personal safety unbelievable about wearing masks let's put it to rest Let's remember, we're all Americans. Oh, God. Let's remember Spare Spare that we are all in this together. If you're fully vaccinated. Uh, right. Uh, Neanderthals and humans. And can take your mask off. You've earned the right to do something that Americans are known for all around the world. If you're fully vaccinated and can take your mask off, you've earned the right to do something. You've earned the right from us to do something. Are um, rights given to us by government, Alice? Um, no. That was specified somewhere in the early writings, I believe. Bestowed by our creator, I believe, with certain unalienable rights. Greeting others with a smile. <laughs> Still have too many unvaccinated people. So you, we will win the, we'll earn the right to do the thing that we're known for around the world, get, greeting other people with a smile. That is not a thing that Americans are known for. Mm -hmm. You know what? What do you think about Americans? Uh, oh, the smile is everywhere. The smile. It's like, no, that's not a thing. Well, but Americans, I, Americans might, you might say they have good teeth, but that's not, Americans aren't known for their smile. Well, maybe the smiling this is just, country. <laughs> we're known maybe. as a-holes. Have you been to New York City? That's true. Smiles. That's true. But, Please. but, um, for example, like Serbian people don't smile as much as Americans do. <laughs> yes, I know. I know one in particular. Also. 
and like they don't understand why everyone like is smiling on their driver's license. They're that's like, a difference. What are you smiling? Let's take for? Eastern Europe out of this. <laughs> yeah, well, else. I'm just saying. So maybe that's what he's referring to. Eastern Europeans do that, wonder why. Do wonder. Right. Do wonder why Americans smile so much. That's a common thing I hear. Let me go back Europeans to Wawa. Mm-hmm. What we needed to say, how we needed to say it, with all of our subject matter experts, we were actively doing that last week. Every- you gonna let it go? You gonna let it go? Or one more uh, beat down? Every time we've had some relaxation, we, we get some spike. And, and I know there's an expectation of some spike in cases. Um, what is your expectation? And, and is there a metric of when you think, uh oh, um, this is more troubling than we expected? <laughs> um, we. I, Chuck, you're not twice a day, I keep a very close eye on how many cases there are in this country. God, yeah, I'll leave her alone now, at least as far as he goes. Hmm. But God, when are we going to get the next spike for letting down our guard? Please tell us. Please tell <laughs> us. Wow. So on Wednesday night, you were still arguing, still making the case that people who are fully vaccinated needed to wear masks indoors. And then Thursday, less than 24 hours later, you said, no, it's changed. Now you don't need to wear masks if you're fully vaccinated, either indoors or outdoors. Would you agree that this abrupt shift was not handled as well as it might have been? First, let's just acknowledge um, where we are in this pivotal moment in this pandemic. For 16 months, we've been telling people... The last time you saw somebody go on five, six, or seven different Sunday morning shots, hits, and read the same exact script was whom? Susan Rice after uh, the Benghazi. Exactly. And now they're doing it again. When you do that, and what you're saying is just horse bleep, it might make the comms team good, feel good. The comms shop feels Mm -hmm. good and strong about having canvassed the Sunday viewers, but... It does not look good when you're reading word for word the mm-hmm. drafted talking uh, text. Mm-hmm. This is a, I'm going to go a- off script and uh, start to read my script that I have here. People, be cautious, be careful. Cases are going up. Deaths are still very high. And for this very moment, we have cases coming down. They're down a third. In the- okay. It was just Tuesday when you sat before a Senate committee and you were adamant then that masking and social distancing should remain in place. But the Washington Post is reporting you had already approved a decision to change the guidance. When it was finally announced on Thursday, it came as a huge surprise and left some administration officials, doctors, businesses off guard. Should we take so a moment? why so suddenly and why did you not tell the Senate panel what you had decided? That's Thank just... you. Good morning, Marcia. Thanks, Martha. Thanks for having me. I am, um, you know, the guy, first of all, let's celebrate this moment. Let's take um, a moment. We're at a place in this pandemic. Cases have been coming down um, more than a let's third just in the last two weeks. <laughs> we have vaccine now across this country, widely available for anyone who wants it. And we now have science that has really just evolved even in the last two weeks that demonstrates that these vaccines are safe, they are effective, they are working in we the population you, just as they Rochelle, did in the sorry clinical about that. We'll get you, Alice. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That is the direction from the White House. Let us celebrate this moment. Let's talk about this moment we've come to. And uh, that is where we are. The CDC is, the ruse is over for now uh, until at least the school year starts, in which case they will devise, revive uh, Anthony Fauci and he will have more. 
guidance. But Alice, mm-hmm. what are you looking at? Um, I lost the this camera. Okay. So I'm trying to well, get it back. Alice, nice to celebrate a moment with some friends. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Toast and um, Mr. Toast. Very nice. And the Toast's uh, undisclosed friends. Our friends mm-hmm. in town had a good time last night. A couple of cocktails, a little, uh, little dinner, which was great. Alice, the homemade Oreo yep. cookie dessert, excellent, excellent. Um, I ate in in um, what did I eat in, Alice? I ate in small portions. I ate in how do you moderation? Eat? Moderation, yes, because because I didn't want to scare everybody. But I mean, the the Oreos, I could have rocked those babies immediately. We also burned mm-hmm. some masks. And saw a very cool collection of artifacts, and I'm going to get. I'm going. I'm, I'm not going to get. I'm sorry. I want to trade, Mister Toast, Alice. Okay. For his, he's got this like, is Jules Verne steampunkish, uh, Zeppelin thing with a pirate ship attached, <clears throat> and I mm-hmm. I need to get something from Craigslist free stuff so I can trade so I can have it. Right. And we're going to hang it predominantly in this house. I'm going to do business with Mister Toast, Alice. Nice. So keep a lookout. While you were doing that. Meanwhile, I've got to tell you, I have never felt more empathy and sympathy for my brothers in arms in the media than Mm -hmm. I have this last couple of days. You've noticed I've been a little bit off, Alice, and just uh, absolutely sheer concern and um, worry. Yeah. For my media brethren at the Associated Press, mm-hmm. who had their office blown up by the IDF over the weekend. Wow. Because uh, Hamas was uh, bunking in the building along with some news services, including Al Jazeera mm-hmm. and the AP. The Israeli Defense Force said, hey, guys, um, we're going to blow up the building, so you better hightail it. And, of course, now they're all still salty, you know, even though right. the, the, the IDF, and that's the thing. Brian well, the IDF always warns everybody whenever they're going to do a strike. They're like, get out of this building because there's Hamas stuff in it, and we're going to hit it with strikes right. now. And, the, and Brian Stelter, who is a fat like me, uh, yelled at an IDF guy on his show. It's been more than 24 hours since this Israeli airstrike demolishing the building in Gaza that contained these bureaus. Are you able to provide proof now that Hamas was in the building. Not only was Hamas in the building, they were actively using it to fight against Israel. They were using the infrastructure. First of all, who the f are you, fat boy, to demand and to, to know you're not a you know a, a part of the, this global uh, conflict? He's I want to know. He gets to be in charge of war crimes. Brian Stelter is you the need to prosecuting. Show us proof. A- Why did you shoot that vo- that volley? You know, has he has he asked for uh, you know proof and legit reason why all the Hamas rockets are falling and hitting their targets? Well, that's assumed. Of I want to know why the, very, that was shot. Those malls and everything that they blow up—that's you know. As their command center and intelligence center, they had special technological equipment in the building, which they used to actively fight and disrupt Israeli uh, actions, and as such. Uh, it is a, as you said in the beginning, we deem it to be a legitimate military target and out of consideration for human life and for the people who work there, we chose to forfeit 
additional military gains by surprise attacking. And instead, we did what, of course, is the right thing to do, advance warning and allowed everybody to clear, vacate the premises and made sure that everybody were out before the building was struck. But Fatty is salty. <laughs> Can you show us the evidence? Can you hold it up? Can you show us the pictures, the intelligence you have? <laughs> show us all the intelligence you have on everything, as a matter of fact. You know what? I want to be able to go through any yes. Israeli intelligence that they have. Yes, I want names. I want to... Dog tags of the people involved. I want their home uh, addresses as well. Imagine if that worked. We that would make know. you know the Can CIA jobs, the CIA's job much easier. Please. If you know we could, if you could just ask, like Putin, come on, let's see, let's see all your intelligence. I want to no, see yes, all the. We don't know. We yeah. know that their rockets mm -hmm. are all very noble, but yours, your attack on here. No, no, no. I want to see exactly why this was done. I want to see the warrant. I want to see the process you went through. You freaking <laughs> moron. What an idiot. That's in process, and, I am, and I'm sure that in due time, that information will be presented. So but far, shouldn't that have happened 24 hours ago? Military protocol clearly says that within 72 hours, shut up. Doesn't yeah. matter when what happens. Now, the, they have shown it to the United States, uh, to the Biden administration, who has apparently said, yep, okay. Israel was totally justified in doing that, so that's fine. It is just magnificent to see that, one, they're so salty that that Israel, which was, of course, this is Netanyahu's Israel pretty much still, um, Israel dared to retaliate. Why are, mm -hmm. they Why are they retaliating? And then when they get a chance to make, oh, my God, this is great, Israel retaliated, and they made us victims as well. And that was just too too good, which is I they, they ran mm -hmm. to the— President of the AP, the guy who leads it all, Gary Pruitt. We had 12 people in the building. We had one hour notice. They grabbed all the equipment they could and got out. And fortunately, they are all safe tonight. So we did have one hour's notice from the Israeli military that they were going to target that building with a missile strike. So what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> they told you it's coming. All you had to do was go. We didn't know any other details, but we knew to get out. And Incredible, uh, uncanny instincts by the AP there. <laughs> Guys, okay, missiles are coming in one hour. Any ideas? Should we leave the building? You know what? I like your thinking, Johnson. We'll leave the building. And our folks then did get out, and the missile strike ensued and leveled the building. But, you know, our goal is to report neutrally from Israel, from Gaza, report the facts, not take sides, and try to stay out of the crossfire. Today we did not. Well, yeah. mostly you did, because the Israelis <laughs> tipped you off. Yeah, well, so they seem okay. And more to the point, too, like a bunch of people have been sort of sending around this Atlantic story from 2014, too, that details how the AP in particular, but uh, plenty of Western media outlets have a problem where they have a lot of trouble... Um, parsing through Hamas propaganda that they're being fed and publishing it as facts. And so maybe the fact that Hamas is operating out of their building helps explain some of that uh, problem with uh, their their ability to neutrally report the facts. You know, if, if they're in the buildings where Hamas is, then maybe that's not the most balanced viewpoint of what's going on there. But but yeah, I mean, this is um, 
like I say, there's there's this big 2014 Atlanta Atlantic article that details it all extensively. Mistakes they've made because they've just taken things Hamas tells them and and repeated them as though they're fact. When this is a a terrorist group that constantly lies about everything, so you can't really trust them at all. I mean, this is and this is the whole thing with when they're saying like, oh, Israel is hitting this residential thing and that residential thing. Yeah, because Hamas uses those people as human shields and operates out of these buildings. And, you know, and that's why Israel does this this way, where they give people they always do this. They give people advance warning to vacate the buildings so that they can get rid of the military targets. They also this weekend um, had a whole thing where they um, leaked information that they were amassing at the border and all the Hamas people like went into the tunnels to go fight them at the border. And then Israel uh, bombed the tunnels and destroyed a bunch of them. So that is Terrible. Uh, so, but Israel's had to find ways to deal with this because they are, they're, you know, they're not operating by any kind. Like, Israel has to always, like, follow the rules and they get these type of questions where, you know, people oh, go, totally. like, how did you know? Where's the proof? And yet they're dealing with an opponent that has absolutely no qualms about taking everything to the most extreme level. Eight and- warning signs you might be sharing office space with terrorists. <laughs> You see this? No, I didn't. Where is this, this from? Is, this is a uh, the place we might go to for hard news called the Babylon Bee. Oh, okay. One, you notice suicide vests hanging in the coat rack. Mm. Could be a hint. Two, the tenants upstairs are constantly disrupting things with their loud footsteps and their rocket launches off the roof. That would be a red flag, right? Mm-hmm. You hear cries of Alu Akbar whenever somebody empties a coffee pot and doesn't bother to make another batch, jerks. The office Christmas party gets awkward when the other tenants bring IEDs to the gift exchange. (laughs) (laughs) They only play CNN in the lobby. Discussion around the water cooler centers on sports, TV shows, and cleansing the region of those who oppose Allah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Number seven, the other tenants are always reserving the conference room to film hostage videos. Right. Number eight, Alice, last one. You get notified Mm -hmm. by the IDF that you are sharing office space with terrorists and your building is leveled shortly after. Right. There we go. Yeah. Bravo. Let's play the cycle speaking teacher of, one uh, second. We're gonna ha- I have less than a okay, minute. Okay, can I add one thing? Add Is one it thing, the, please. Um, speaking of Western journalists. I'm going to masked right. again, probably. We'll see. Should I fight the power? Uh, up to you, honey. Okay. Um, but speaking of which, CNN contributor Adil Raja out of Pakistan, uh, when we're talking about the West having trouble uh, differentiating between you know credible news sources and terrorists, uh, their CNN contributor tweeted today that... The world today needs a Hitler. Huh. So that He's was probably not aware, Alice, that Hitler killed six million Jews. Yeah, I he can't imagine what which to... of Hitler's accomplishments he's think, he? thinking of Is when he, he like says... Is he like a producer for Stelter, maybe? Is that <laughs> maybe. why this... A... Where's our proof? <laughs> oh, my God. This is a teacher somewhere in, in America yelling at a student... Wisconsin. ...who's not wearing a mask. She's over 800 pounds. Not that that matters. I am a fat. I'm allowed to speak on behalf of my people. But um, it doesn't help the visual. I don't care if you're vaccinated, you little dick. Okay. I don't want to get sick and die. Okay. There's other people you can infect just because you're vaccinated. You know what? You're not a special person around here. Oof. You should hear about how everybody talks about you. You're I don't a care how jerk. Me. I don't care how people You're talk a about jerk. You. Okay. And you need to have respect for other people in your life. I do. You're not a big man on campus. Oh, man, that was tough, tough, tough. 
Um, Allison, anything you want to say to the folks? Thank you very much. Please leave a um, review uh, if you can, a, mm-hmm. a good review if you can, if you don't yep, mind. Yeah, lots of things going on, lots of things coming up, projects that are in the burn barrel pipeline. So um, Projects, we'll, eh? We'll uh, leak some things soon, I think. What are you thinking, Alice? What's going on? Know. Tell the people what you wore. There's some new podcasts coming up in the pipeline. I'm working on a podcast, a weekly show with guests. Ooh, and, um, very interesting. And we are working on acquiring in our portfolio of Burn Barrel Network brands um, a true crime podcast as well. Very nice. Very nice. One of those podcasts may be hosted by a young lady, Alice, who is also uh, a burgeoning songwriter in the mm-hmm. songstress herself mm-hmm. uh before we preview that song talk to me about um what people should do substack tomorrow i'll have a new substack available mm-hmm. that's tom there is um our twitter account is at burn barrel pod we're at burn barrel um we are also at facebook.com slash burn barrel podcast and on gab and parlor with the name burn barrel podcast so and on our youtube channel so that's where to follow us for updates and to always hear what's new and the latest and things like that you probably heard the lou reed song alice Sweet Jane, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. sweet Jane. You've heard of a plain Jane. Mm-hmm. Well, this is neither of those, Alice. This is a, a close personal uh, acquaintance of mine named Just Jane. Clouds rolled in and I said, must have brought the rain from Boston. But you looked at me and I felt the sun. And I said, I don't usually burn, but I can feel you on my skin and couldn't help but breathe you in and forget to put sunscreen on. You took me back in time with you and you love America too and when you held my hand I could barely stand not kissing Looked at you, I felt alive And I said, I don't usually jump But can't feel the ground below me And I don't want us to look down Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.